There are times in life where you just know something is going to happen. It's just preordained. It's, it's meant to be. And that's how I felt before my first trip to Israel. I had wanted to have mystical experiences for a long time. And I'd looked to the Jewish religion, being Jewish. And when we would go to the Jewish festival there in Los Angeles, the teenage boys would line up outside the Chabad mobile and they would put on tefillin. Tefillin is this little leather box with straps and you put it on and you say a prayer and you're supposed to feel something. And I did it and I felt nothing. But I thought Israel will be different. I got this job leading 120 high school kids around Israel looking for mystical experiences. And I knew that if there was one place an experience was going to happen, it would be at the wall. The Western Wall, the Wailing Wall, the wall around the Temple Mountain, the sacred place. That is where people stand, they pray, they pour their hearts out. I knew it was going to be a miracle. And so I went there, found my own spot, and waited for that feeling and nothing. There was a wall, there were notes, but it wasn't that magical whatever it was. And so the next day we took those kids to another place which was under the city. There was called Hezekiah's Tunnel, this place winding under the city of Jerusalem to a little Arabic village. As soon as we got out of the heat into that tunnel, it was cool and the water came up to our waists. The deal is this. They made the tunnel by chipping from one side of the city to the other. They chipped from both sides. But the only thing to guide them was the sound of the chiseling on the other side. So the tunnel snakes this way and that, and you can actually feel the chisel marks on the wall. And you can feel the point right where they met and change direction. And I thought, this place is so great. And this place would be much, much, much better without 120 screaming high school kids. So the next day was Friday. I waited until the guard left and I climbed the fence all by myself. And I walked in that tunnel. And sure enough, it was so cool. I had brought with me a little tiny candle because I had been told that the water there actually makes a circle. And if you put a candle on a boat, it will float all the way around and back somehow. I put that little candle on that boat and it floated slowly ahead of me. It turned around one corner and the glow slowly faded away. And it turned around another corner, and then absolute blackness. I held my hand up in front of my face. I saw nothing. So Friday afternoon, under the city of Jerusalem, actually under the Western Wall, what's there to do but pray? And really, there's only one prayer to say. That would be the Shema, the most sacred prayer of the Jewish people. And so very quietly, I sang, Shema. The echoes were so rich and so full. I could accompany myself as I sang, and I began to sing over and over again, to sing in rounds. It was beautiful. I stopped singing and listened as they slowly faded out. And I've never heard a fade like this. Over 15 seconds, they faded 
to absolute silence. And I stood there in the darkness, listening to that peaceful, beautiful sound. And then, about ten seconds later, the echo started up again. I actually felt my lips to see if it was me singing. I wasn't. This prayer, the most sacred prayer of the Jewish people, was echoing there all by itself under the Western Wall. And as I stood there, I saw a glow in front of me and realized that my candle had come back, that had floated all the way around. I picked it up and I, I carried it, still accompanied by the sounds and the echo that went on and on and on. And there ahead of me was the light at the end of the tunnel. And I thought, that's it. I blew my candle out. I had my miracle. And as I came out, there was a group of Arab boys and they were all sort of standing around staring at me. And I looked and I said, Salam Alaikum. And they looked at me and they looked at each other. And then all at once they said, Shema Yisrael, Ah Eloheinu, Ah Echad. And it was then I realized just what had happened. And they laughed and we sat there hanging out, chatting in a mix of English, Hebrew and Arabic. They had some playing cards and I played cards them a bit and they had some bitai and some hummus and I ate that and I brought out some figs that I had. But throughout it all I was thinking, mm. But I've often thought back to that Friday afternoon. As I read papers, as I watch TV, as I hear about battles in the Middle East, time has a way of changing things. An American Jew and a bunch of Arab kids from a neighborhood on the edge of the West Bank playing cards, sharing a meal together. And I think, you know what? I got my miracle. Joel Ben Izzy performs around the country and works as a storytelling consultant. Yeah, a storytelling consultant. That is a job. For more info, check out his website, storypage.com. The piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.